Welcome to the Women Get Real podcast. It's time for us to break free from the things that hold us back and spread God's love in a way that only women can. I want to thank you for joining us today, and I hope this inspires you to become all that God has destined you to be. It's time to get real. Hi, ladies. Welcome to our continuation of our discussion on the Holy Spirit. I'm Jessica Landman, and with me today, we have Shyla Anderson, part of our Women Get Real team, Wendy Meza, also part of our team, and Ashlyn Willis, who is our summer intern. So today we are going to be talking about where the Holy Spirit dwells, and that is mind, body, and spirit. So specifically, we're going to be focusing in on the body. I, um, we have that scripture verse that we really have been honing in on, and if you yes. like to share that So the scripture verse we've been using is from 1 Corinthians 6, starting verse 19. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you are bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Such a powerful scripture, and um, there's a lot of context behind that scripture. So there's two folds that I kind of want to really get into that today. So it's glorifying God with our body, meaning that we are treating it with respect, we're treating it with honor, and that we're fueling it so that when the Holy Spirit has assignments for us, that it is strong and it is well that we can continue it on. And then the other side of it, which we can talk about maybe towards the end, is glorifying our bodies and what it participates in yeah. and um, how we dress and how we respect ourselves in that way. But first, I kind of want to talk about the physical sense and the, the food portion of it. Um, and this is not another um, you know, wellness discussion, but there is something very scriptural and very profound about honoring our bodies because that is where the Holy Spirit lives. Yeah. Yes, I love that because I do feel like Sometimes um, in the Christian world, they, I, I went to Bible school. This was never a topic. No. Nobody talked to me about how important it is to keep my body healthy and how it directly affects, affects my ability to serve the kingdom of God. Yeah. I love that we're talking about it because a lot of women have questions about this and they don't mm-hmm. they don't know where to go because there are two camps. There's like right. the camp that's like super healthy, fitness, got to be on a workout plan, got to have a the newest fad diet, yeah. um, but learning how to approach it in a healthy way yeah, right. and, and really realizing like it, it's a, a reflection, your outward body is a reflection of what's happening on the inside. Right, and it's not a one size fits all. Like God yeah. doesn't say like, I need everybody to be a size two and to look this way, exercise this yeah. way. Like, yeah. That's not how we create it. It's not, it's not <laughs> yeah. how we create it. So create us each individually. And it, I think it's more of our, is our body a good place for the Holy Spirit to dwell? Like, are we healthy? Are we fueling our bodies with the right things? Are we moving our bodies in the way we are created to move? Yeah. And I don't even want anyone to get the stigma that, oh, but I'm not a, a you know, that, that yeah. skinny little thing. Right. Well, that's not everybody, and that's not how he created right. us. He just created us to be healthy. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw a quote that said, health is not a size, health is a state of being. Perfect. And I love, I love that. that. That's because great. that is so true. When you, you can meet somebody and they can emanate, like emote health, mm-hmm. and maybe they aren't like super, super fit, but there's just something about their lives mm-hmm. that's just healthy. They, they get up, they move, they're active, they're, they know how to have a healthy relationship with food, mm-hmm. and that's like, that's the picture. That's what God is talking about in that scripture. I love that. I love that. You know, um, when, when we are made useful for, like, the God's purposes, for, it takes a process. We all know that, you know, we, found, we find the Lord, 
And we have that, those times when we're just so excited, but there is a, a refining season. And that I've heard, um, can take 10 to 20 years. So that refining should be, I mean, I, I don't want to, like, <laughs> but it does. I mean, I'm not saying that. Let me, let me backtrack. The moment you accept Jesus, you're ready for use. So I don't want that to be, but really just the, just to really, to, to realize your full potential for the kingdom of God. God is, is refining you. He is, he is trying to make you more and more like in his image. And with that, it's a long process. So after that 10, 20 years, you want to be strong and ready to do what God has called yes. you to do so that you are not tiring out. He has given us each goals. He's given us dreams. And it takes time to achieve those. Dreams don't happen overnight. They take hard work. They yes. take partnering with the Holy Spirit. They take submission. But if our bodies are sickly, if our bodies are um, weak, then we can never really you know, fully carry out the call that's been placed on our life. And that would be a sad thing. So when you think about it that way, when you think about that you're carrying the Holy Spirit's plan for your life too, then you need to take care of it so that you're physically well enough to carry it. And again, it doesn't mean that you're a supermodel because most of those supermodels probably yeah they're not i mean it doesn't mean health i was going to say it doesn't necessarily reflect into health it just means that they might look good in the picture i'm not saying that they're all i feel like we as a society uh, have been changing what we um are looking up to as what is healthy Mm -hmm. it's not just thin it's strong um and i like that Um, but again we got to keep our uh, perspective right so that our bodies are strong and well for the purposes of God. Yeah. And I always follow it with for the purposes of God because I think that's an important thing to yeah. remember. Yeah, I like the 20 year thing because it's almost an encouragement, not a discouragement. Yeah. If yeah. you look at it, the tr- good, I'm glad. <laughs> no, but it's true. People, you have to be honest with it's true. We're in a process. And the process is exactly how it's God designed it. That's right. You want to be, you want to be able to know that, like I'm right in the middle of something, mm-hmm. and and it's okay. So it's like the pressure is almost off of you to have it figured out. Because I feel like with women, when it comes to health and fitness, like the reality is, is we as women are in so many weird stages of life. Like we're unique in the mm-hmm. way that we can go from single into in my early 20s like I never I was always 120 didn't matter what I ate then all of a sudden like 30s like oh my gosh <laughs> all of a sudden I didn't even have those numbers yeah. on the scale <laughs> yeah, yeah I've never seen that number before <laughs> then through things like pregnancy or deep loss or just like suffering like your your body goes through so many things and to allow yourself to know that Health is a process, and it's going to look different in different seasons. Exactly. And that is something that God is just really teaching me now after having my daughter, Juliana, yeah. realizing that this process of health is not going to look like it did when I was 17. It's not going to look like even 20. Like, it's right. going to look different. It's going to be the small incremental changes that are promoting a healthy life. And it's it's the desire to move forward to that That's that right. is going to get you to that next place. Yeah, and feel like always keeping it in the forefront of your mind. Like every decision in life you make should be preceded with a question. It should be, is what I'm about to do going to glorify my temple? Is it going to glorify God? And if it's not going to, then that's something that you should stay away from. Not because the health world says that you shouldn't do it. it right, because right, those trends change. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of times, just being honest, like the whole health world a lot of times have a very unhealthy mindset about mm-hmm. it. And there's a lot of unhealthy people that outwardly look very healthy, right. but honestly, they're torturing 
themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're living very unfulfilling lives, but what we see is perfection. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that just has to go back to you know, changing your mindset about things, but just always approaching it from a perspective like, okay, I'm about to eat this food. If I eat this, is it going to be glorifying to the Lord? Mm-hmm. And Or if I do this, if I go here and I say this, is it going to glorify God? Mm-hmm. Um, just and that should be a question across the board. Whether we're talking well, about I was going to say with, with, with what you yeah, eat, yeah. what you, yeah, exactly. Or generally, just generally. Like, well, and that's what sets us apart, I think, to the world because their mindset of health and fitness is very like ecocent. It's very much about yourself and mm-hmm. how you can do life. But yeah. I feel like when you start off and and just like that scripture said when it the frame of reference in your why is like the holy i am housing the holy spirit and everything that i do is a reflection right. of that if that's your like starting block yeah. that is then you're going to walk into it and it change it it just changes the way that you live out your life you know if, if that's the why right and it's important too because what that looks like can be a struggle on both sides of the mm-hmm. spectrum. Mm-hmm. So starving yourself, mm-hmm. um, not eating enough nutrients yeah. because you're trying to fit a mold, you know, like a model or that you can't achieve, or overindulging mm-hmm. um, because it's filling a void that that God was meant to yes. fill, um, or just the love of food that you can't stop eating. I mean, yes. I'm not suggesting for a moment that we don't enjoy food. Yeah. The Lord made food. He, yeah. he made it for our enjoyment. Yes, exactly. So, yes. but when we talk about it, we have to be careful not to to say, you know, that to realize that it comes on both sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. There yes. is a happy medium right in the middle where it involves balance and it, and it, and it discipline and it glorifies God. And like yes. I said, eating foods that nurture your body, nurture your yes. soul, makes it feel good. When you wake up in the morning, your joints don't hurt. Where I mean, I my diet directly impacts how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, there are times where I'm like, oh, I just so want that. Um, but I will pay for it later because I just am very sensitive to different foods. So I think that that discipline or that principle um, I've been able to get a hold of because it directly co- correlates like the very next day to how I feel. So I'm very careful about it. Um, it makes the choices a little bit easier. But at the same token, what we don't see is if you don't have that, like yeah. then it's a yeah. lot easier to just say, well, yeah. I'll just keep, you know, indulging and indulging. Yeah. But um, and I'm not going to be active, but. Activity doesn't always mean like I'm going to get on the gym. It means gardening. It means going for a walk. It means, you know, just, just being up and active, doing what you love. Um, you don't have to lift weights to be active and treat your body right, but you do have to find something that keeps it moving because our bodies were not designed to sit. Yeah. Our bodies were designed yeah. for manual work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean if you think even, about even the way God created our bodies. Like, you know, like if we have higher than a 99.9, it means we have a fever. Our body is yeah. indicating. Like, God set up systems on purpose. Right. And he, it's because He wants us to function well. And I think the world is watching us. That's right. I, I, especially working with youth and kids, I feel like that is, in the last few years, has been so much more evident that everything that I'm saying and doing, mm-hmm. they're literally watching my life. Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful because if you're on your fitness journey and you're doing it in the right way, somebody might get on it and then overindulge to the point where they become obsessed. Yeah. With it, and then they're really breaking down their body. We definitely yeah. have to be careful of that in us as well. I know, like, um, 
I've, I've always dealt with body image like issues. Like that was something that from a young age was something that was on me. I always felt like fat or, you know, like yeah. as a teenager especially. Yeah. Like, um, and that was something that I struggled with until you realize like the worth of God on you, how you quickly learn from it, how you feel yourself that way. But I also got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm going on this diet. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to look great. And people were complimenting me, and I was feeling good. I was looking good in those tight clothes. I was yeah. like, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then pride came in. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. God's like, oh, no, 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 no. That yeah. is not what I want you to do. Like, yeah. yes, you're healthy, but you're not going to be prideful about it. And wouldn't you know, my front tooth fell out. <laughs> Please, nothing will crush your pride anymore than your front tooth no. falling out. Yeah. Yeah. You remember I do remember. <laughs> but we don't want to focus on it. We yeah. don't want to get prideful about it. We don't want it to be our idol. We don't yeah. want to think about it constantly. Just like, we don't want to think about food constantly, exercise constantly. Like that cannot be our idol. That's right. Still, yeah. We are made to crave something. We are made to crave God. And we have mm-hmm. to be careful that we're not craving food, but we're also not craving exercise and vanity as well. So That's right. I think that there's a Such a there. fine line because the enemy is really, I think, try to gain some space here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just have to be careful that we don't allow that to come on us because yeah. then we're letting, you know, the way you look become an idol. Yeah, I love that. I remember one time my dad saying, um, when it came to ministering on stage, he, he said, always remember stage is just an altar. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord, and never think too much about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing. Like, because when you do, you become incapable of communicating God's word. Because right. your mind is so focused on, like, me. Did I say that right? How do I look? How do, you know, did I communicate that? Like, and, and it will become a stumbling block. And it's kind of like what you said about yeah. your body. It's like, it can really become right. this thing where you focusing so God when God said that he meant it so that you're a healthy vessel to carry him that's right to carry his spirit not so that it causes you to cause so much attention to be on you and exactly. it needs to be talked about in the church because there's a lot of young girls that they are called they have a purpose in their life and they just need to know the right kind of balance but God you know and yeah. walking it constantly and love you said before glorify God what am I is everything I'm doing glorify yeah. God yeah perfect and like I know this is, I've heard this several times, and even without hearing it, I've seen it in people's lives before. But um, and typically, it's usually women who are uh, who have kids, they're very busy, and you're, we're busy taking care of others. They're very others focused, yeah. and that's a very admirable quality about people. Um, but self care and taking care of themselves becomes a very big problem because they feel selfish to take time yes. for themselves. So I want to know from like. You guys' perspectives and you know having kids and everything how did you change that and how did you reconceptualize it to a point where you felt confident and balanced well i had six years of just focusing on my kids like i remember there was a point when i was like wow i haven't done anything for myself in this amount of time i didn't exercise i didn't I ate their leftover chicken nuggets. Like it was kind of like a. It wasn't about me. It was always about the kids first. Right. And it took me a good six years. I remember that point where I'm like, I need to start taking care of myself, or I'm not going to be able to keep up for them. Just like if you're on an airplane and they say that oxygen mask comes on, yeah. comes down, you have to put it on yourself first yeah. before you can put it on your kids or anybody else. You really do have to take care of yourself first before, so that you can be full enough to be able to 
I know even in your disciplines, like when you wake up in the morning, you get in the word and prayer. Mm-hmm. I remember when my kids were little, especially like you didn't like I was a better mom when I had the time and I put that in. Yes. And I think the same thing is about what you feed yourself, what you if you exercise, if you're active, you know, when the kids are little activity is a little bit easier. You're at the park, you're in the pool, you're outside even when it's cold, sled riding. So for me, I just kind of was active with them, but making sure that I nourished my body, it was important. You know, um, my car takes, um, like the high test gas, unfortunately it's expensive, but, and you're not supposed to put it in, but every once in a while I would put in the cheaper gas because I was cheap and I was trying to save money. But the performance of my car would, would sort of sputter and I would feel the difference. And so I feel like the same way is true when you try and just quickly eat chicken nuggets or eat what was left over. Cause I was very big on that too. Like I'm not making another, I'm just yeah. going to eat whatever is like left. Yeah. Um, but you can't, you, that's not enough yes. for our, our bodies. Our bodies need nourishment. Um, yes. Just like our, our spiritual self needs nourishment, our physical bodies need to be nourished with the right things. So yes. just learning that truth, um, you know, for me, it was a personal health battle. And I kind of came to that road through um, through you know, being sick and not feeling well, not even being able to walk. Um, I had inflammation issues. And I went to bed a healthy mom and woke up one morning and had a couple year struggle to find out what was wrong with me and diet has like helped 90% of that and it's just amazing and it wasn't that I wasn't even healthy I just wasn't even the right foods for me yeah. so um, so yeah so it's just finding it and sometimes you just have this wake up where you're like you know what I need to, to do it for me right. or you are woken up because you're like something's wrong with yes. me so um, so I, I encourage women not to wait for that something's wrong with me. Um, yeah. Well, I'm I'm in a little bit of a different stage. You guys, yeah. are, you guys walk through it and you've seen the outcome of it. Right. I'm like right at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I so it's so fresh. That mentality is so fresh in my mind because it wasn't too long ago that I was feeling all the postpartum hormones mm-hmm. and the. Um, you know, just all of the things that you go through as a young mom, not feeling like you know what to do. Like I, I was very, I mean, everyone's different, but those first like six months for me were like, I had to like really get myself back together, you know, and it is very easy. I didn't, I can't say I did it always perfect, but I'm really thankful to have people in my life that, um, constantly reminded me, like I, I remember my husband's mom, like, have you, have you been outside this week? What have you done? Let's go to Target. Let's get moving. Let's, you know, and I have from the beginning, even through pregnancy, even you guys, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are like, make sure you get out, make sure you let people <laughs> come to my house and let me shower and nap. That was like the best. She just cuddled my baby for hours and I just, I just got to that sleep. Was and I was yeah, exactly. all about my baby yeah. time. What about the weekend? It takes help too. Like I think we are under this. Yes. Um, yes. That is. That's huge. I would say that's gold right there. How about yeah. helping other women along yeah. rather than just looking out for yourself? I feel like mm-hmm. I've been successful in it because, and I feel like I haven't gone down some of those rabbit holes. I think just because I have really good people around me yeah. that reminded me, you know, my, um, you know, you know, uh, my upline coach in a in a program that I work with. She was very like soon as you can get your body moving let's do it like whatever it is something small and because she constantly put it in front of my face even before my my six week checkup i was like 
preparing my heart and my mind like this is important and it felt I will say getting up and doing something physically for my body made me enjoy my time with Juliana mm -hmm. so much more I'm just so thankful and it has been I'm so proud to say that literally from that six week mark till right now six, 16 months old I have gone up and moved my body almost every single yeah. day did something you wow. know some kind of program which it which was a huge I needed that win I needed that confidence to know that I can create discipline God created me for this I'm capable and I just had never in my life had it until like the, the worst time right when yeah have a new baby yeah. now I figured it out you know when you have it I mean and there's a great thing about change when change happens it's a great time to implement other change because a lot yeah, of people don't true. like change but when you're changing one thing it's a lot easier to incorporate some other new disciplines because yeah. everything in your life was kind of flipped upside down when you have yeah. a new baby your sleep schedule um just nursing all of that so why not introduce something else right i mean true. and i just think like what you said was really good about um building your community of people that that are with you on that journey and who are godly women who are going to encourage you and uplift you and have the same goals and mindset for their end goals honestly because then that takes the selfishness away from it so right. it together it's not just about yeah. you it's about it is about you partially but it's also about you encouraging and being with, with other people who are, right. who are pursuing the same thing right the same mindset the same purposes and again yeah. remembering that all of this isn't for self-glorification right. all of this is to be a temple a place where the holy spirit can reside so that you can glorify him yeah. and um just real quickly i just wanted to circle back to the second point that we talked about and just spend about what we do with our bodies as well because we have to remember that we were created by god to glorify him and that means in all that we do as well with our bodies so um you know entering um a covenant and i know this is sort of a sensitive topic but i'm just going to go there but like premarital sex being involved in a relationship that you're not married under um, getting into pornography dressing in a way that is um, not honoring your body and disrespectful i'm not saying that wearing the cutest i mean look at us we're all like ripped up and torn <laughs> so i'm not trust me i'm not that but there is a way that is literally that just dishonors yourself it dishonors the lord so um, when we talk about our bodies, I just want to make sure that we also understand that the activity that our bodies participate in is equally as important and that we cannot forget that. That God created these bodies for purposes to house babies, to yeah. nurse children, to, um, you know, to, to rock your babies to sleep, to do, um, you know, to wipe away your kids' tears, to hold a, you know, to, you know, we have to remember, but there are things that God has not designed our bodies to do. And we have yeah. to make sure that when we um, are participating in any of those, we need to recognize that we are grieving the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because if he lives inside of us, where our bodies go and what our bodies do is going to grieve him if it's if it's contrary to what scripture says. So I know it's just for kind of like a little footnote, but it's something that I feel like doesn't get talked a lot about. And I feel like it's really important, especially to maybe our younger audience. You need to understand that it is not okay. God does not understand when you engage in things that aren't glorifying to him. It's just it is what it is. And it grieves them. Exactly. You know, 
God created covenants and he created um, things that he gave for our glory, I mean, for our um, enjoyment, but at the same token, just like with food and just like anything, mm-hmm. done outside of the right context, yeah. it's sin. And so if we want the Holy Spirit to live in us, if we want the Holy Spirit to use us, if we want to just really um, realize all the plans that God has for our lives, then we need to submit to his rules and authorities about our body. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that we that. talked about that. Important. Yeah, because I mean, if, if you are grieving the Holy Spirit, the reason you're grieving him is because he wants to you he wants your life to be an example right and if you're if you're caught and captured then you are not able to help anybody else be free that's right and if you're really trying to glorify the lord and you're living in an, an area of sin you're telling people maybe who don't know the lord that well that it's okay god understands and so you're also influencing people um and that's very dangerous so when you said early on and i think that's kind of it Everything you do needs to glorify God. Everything you do needs to glorify His will. And everything you do needs to line up with Scripture. And so um, our bodies are temples. The Holy Spirit lives there. And we need to make sure that we're doing everything that we can. And that's not to say we're not going to fall short, so please don't misunderstand. But everything that we can to glorify God with it. So I think that pretty much wraps it up today. Yeah. Ending on sort of a, <laughs> a segue. But ladies, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you had fun getting real with us about our bodies and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. A special thank you to all of those who generously give to this ministry. To give now, go to womengetreal.org and scroll to the bottom of the homepage to make things like this podcast possible. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please consider subscribing and sharing with your friends. If you want to hear more, consider liking and following us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for getting real with us.